Welcome to Giles Corrin Has No Idea. It's called this not because I literally know nothing, but because it's all about the moment in the week when I have to sit down and write my column but have absolutely no idea what to write it about. Which is where my wife Esther comes in, who, having read all the papers whilst I take the kids to school, always has half a dozen ideas picked out for me when I get back to be discussed at the kitchen table over a nice cup of coffee. Have you done any homework, Giles? I've done so much homework. <laughs> I've like done so much homework, and I pretty much know what I'm going to write my column about. So in a way, What's this podcast is completely superfluous. I don't this. need to know what you think. Funny, the funny thing is, doing this is so... We are so transported back to our kind of school personalities. You just doing all your homework and sort of shouting out answers and stuff. Except there were no girls there. Me, I suppose there were a bit later. Briefly from later. My teens, they were. But they did even more homework. Wait a minute, you're saying I was a SWAT at school? You're getting a bit twitchy when you say that. That's what, like, yes, I am saying you're a massive SWAT. You were a massive SWAT too, weren't you? I, but very secretly a Slightly massive SWAT. Slightly dim massive SWAT too. I had to do more work. I had to, exactly, I had to do loads of work. We had to hide it and pretend not to be SWATs. Yeah, oh my God, very important. Yes, fine. Okay, so, so okay, you, don't, you go first. Um, it is interesting because of the different profile, because generally speaking, and we've got a lot of man-woman stereotypes, are they true stories? Or yeah, we I do, have yes. Ha- weirdly. Not, we haven't picked them out. That's just what's uh, come um, up. It's just what's happened in the news. And there, it is true that... We both present as sort of lazy, slapdash, attention-seeking. I say present as are, uh, and, and without. But in fact, we both did lots of. Uh, we both did lots of work at school, yeah. and out of a fear of failure. But the thing is, I was probably I, I was more swatty, and you were more. Well, it's the school culture, isn't it? So I mean, we normally think the... of girly swat boy, yeah. Ray, and I was classic. That's Boris Johnson, girly swat, isn't it? Is it? He didn't did he call, call someone a girly swat? Yeah. I mean, if he didn't, he may as well have done because he, that's yeah. his. Sort of and he thing. basically meant me. But we went to the same school, and that, and our school, the culture there was that you had to do really well without having seemed to have been trying very hard, which is a terrible, terrible culture. There's a really. Bad. And people from schools like that, I saw on the front page of the Times, yeah. haven't especially got that much to say about it, are basically not going to be going to uh, elite universities anymore. No, 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 uh, they're not it, going to. No, forget it, forget it. And it, it in, fact, in fact, don't just not look like you're it's not probably, trying. And it's don't probably try, because you're middle, not going. This is, I mean, this is middle class pupils will be squeezed out of Oxbridge. That's the Times for you. Like, if the sun wants to scare its readers, it goes, Chinese death flu, we'll kill everyone <laughs> by tomorrow. <laughs> The, sun, the Times really wants to scare its readers. It yeah. goes, middle-class pupils will exactly. be squeezed out of Oxbridge. And we all go, oh, my God, no. Uh, and you Little realize, Penelope is yeah. not going to maudlin. You can get Sorry. 73 A's yeah. at GCSE and they will go... Not, because not we. And, and the thing is, and obviously, having been to one of those two universities myself, it's, ab- it's absolutely right and proper that they should... And, but it does just mean, that it's just this thing, Oxford and Cambridge won't expand the number of pupils they take. They refuse, they don't want to become big and baggy. So yeah. to, to hit these targets... At the moment, you know, 15 students at Oxford come from the wealthiest uh, neighbourhoods um, for every one in a disadvantaged area, yeah. which is quite a... So that's like one kid from a council estate in Leith shows up at Oxford, 15 Etonians surround him. Oh, who are you? Who are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Although that wasn't actually your experience when you were there, was it? That uh, was no, there were, there were sometimes some Herovians in, in, in the gang. So, no, look, so that's the, not so, a column, that's not a column. No, it's, not a, no, it's just that I'm just noticing that it's funny that the, 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 the absolute horror, the terror the Times has about, about uh, people being squeezed out. Uh, well, that's what newspapers do. They just they they scaremongering. Yes, no scaremongering. Hundred percent. That's what they're there for. They Thousands are... of Britons warned against travelling to China. It also says on the front of there. So they are scaring us about that. I, of course, am just back from China. You are. That's why this well podcast did not appear last week. Mm. I was in China, in yeah. mainland China, in Macau. 
Uh, you were the, in sort of Wuhan flu central, weren't you? I, I was Wuhan flu kind of zone four. I was yeah. like, where, I was out in, <laughs> it, was, it was the pinner of the, <laughs> you say Whetstone, I say pinner, <laughs> basically the same thing. I, I did write about it twice in the Times, so I won't write about it again, but I flew out just in time and now all flights from mainland China, BA announced today uh, that, that, that you can't get it back at all. So I could have been trapped there, but I'm not, I'm here. So <laughs> shall we talk about, Ooh. go on, no, you go first. No, I don't know. Have you got a good one? No. I've got sort of filler. Well, look, can we... (laughs) Already you admit it's only filler. Look, here's one I saw a bit early. I don't don't recognise what paper it's from. I'm an expert on uh, newspaper print. Uh, That is the... uh, That is either The Guardian or The Observer. The Guardian, because we got it on Saturday by mistake. Do you remember? They dropped it around, I don't know why. Oh, yeah, this is a Times and Daily Mail household. Sure is. But, 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 but thank God, actually, he brought us to The Guardian because it's given us a brilliant story, which is... Which is, it's, so the headline, Wine for Mum, Chores for Dad, is actually a bit misleading, but it's how to bring up baby the Scandi way. Yeah. So Scandi, it's a kind of lifestyle thing, is a you bit You say over. Scandi, that's a bit, would you, is there an actual specific country? It says here? Scandi, but, and that's also a tiny bit racist, isn't it? You're it not is supposed to. Racist. Two Swedish doctors, Cecilia Chaprowska, Trapkrowska, and Agnes Wold. Mm-hmm. Krapkowska and Wold, like yeah. Cagney and Lacey, except exactly. Swedish. <laughs> so um, uh, and and they've, it's a parenting guide on how to be Scandinavian. And uh, yeah. it's parents, the first line, this is what interests me anyway, parents should draw up a contract before their first baby is born to equally divide, to equally divide is a split infinitive. You can tell that's not the Times, that's the Guardian. <laughs> that's why we don't parents Guardian. should draw up a contract before their first baby is born equally to divide every duty, quote, down to the last second, according to a new book. So to draw up a contract before you have the baby, which is in itself a bit ridiculous because you have no idea before you have your baby quite how totally out of the window everything's going to go. But it says you should draw up chores so that there aren't any arguments later. I mean, look, in theory, that's, that's a really that's We have a really to practice a parent just as we have to practice riding a bike. It's saying, yes, see, they're it's right. saying parental brains are programmed to help take care of it, but the neural pathways have to be activated. Parenting skills imp- improve with practice, dismissing the idea that women are biologically programmed to be better at looking after babies than men. What do you mean dismissing? <laughs> he you said can't resting be on pr- his knuckles. <laughs> literally, you've just banged your knuckles on the table. I literally did. Thank God it's not on the telly. I can deny it. Yes, I just dragged my knuckles over to the lying. table she's to lying. defend the idea that you are biologically programmed to look after the babies, which I took to school today. Oh, or did I? Did I leave them accidentally no, by the side of the road? No, you didn't. Um, I, I, look, I would say... Uh, Actually, no, I haven't got anything funny to say. I just quickly, all I would say is, you're, you're absolutely right. Yes, of course. Well, I mean, if... I <sighs> God, it's so complicated. I mean, you're certainly not biologically you, programmed to give a are, lucid impression of a... Uh, no, you're quite right. I mean, what is a very... It's a big complicated subject. Here's what, I, what, I, what I'm t- trying to say is, it's a, the drawing up of... Yes, why don't you tell us what you think, Giles? Well, I'm biologically programmed to tell you what I think. <laughs> Go on then, what do you think? No, look, it's, obviously it's, it's bollocks that it would be biologically pro- programmed to be a parent. And I'm just... Uh, to, to be a mother and have that role, obviously those roles, obviously they're social. Regardless of getting into the yeah. minefield of biological gender and all that kind of thing, yeah. obviously you're biologically programmed it's even this is a bit risky to have the baby but everything thereafter yeah. that is learnt and taught and cultural and do you remember yes. i know there were points when we didn't have a third child because you told me that i wasn't a very good husband of a pregnant woman yes or the mother of a small small babies and no. i went really you could have told me at the time and i think you said you <laughs> didn't realize did. until it was a bit i think yeah, you did I and did. i didn't yeah, you just weren't listening um but do you remember how before when kitty was born i insisted on changing the first nappy yeah and changing basically you did a lot of nappies for early on because yep. i knew it's not because the, the question of the learnt baby i knew that oh it's a text maybe it's an offer of a job from the guardian like, <laughs> <"Hey, this is laughs> oh it's from brian i was wondering about coming in tomorrow morning. yeah who wants to come tomorrow 
We've already talked to you. Yes, well, he... Has... You've spoken to the gardener? Yeah. But I'm biologically pre-programmed <laughs> to speak to the gardener. He's a man. We, we talk about chopping down trees and stuff. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'll, I'll ignore that text, or it will make that noise again in a second. And we'll well, can you it. just maybe put it on silent? I know you're technologically completely it's... inept, but you're biologically oh. programmed to it's not be able to take your breath. phone off silent. It's on silent. Right. Uh, the point is, I, I knew that if I didn't change the first five or six nappies, it became a thing, it was a thing that you did. Mm. It's going to be easier for a man to take this position that, you, that I would go, oh, that's kind of your expertise. Yeah. That's kind of... That's well, it's a bit like... With then, the, because I did it, I then... But it's a bit like with any... Like, like, for example, if I know how to do anything in, like, my car or with the telly you, or, 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 like, the online parking thing, you just like, right, that's your area. Otherwise, like, I have no but, idea how the thermostat works. we've had works. to actually... I'm genuinely terrified of the boiler. I, w- I absolutely will not kind of do the recycling because that's your thing and you did it and so like... And there, but there is no... We haven't got any crap gender breakdowns here particularly because... What, what do you mean? No, we have some. I do the bins because I would... I do the bins because I do them properly and you would not... And I do them in a regimented manner. I do them and so the, well when you're not here. Excuse me. I saw bins, you yesterday. Yeah. You were in with the bins. Yesterday you chopped the top and tail of those green beans for the children yeah. and you put them in the council composting whereas the green beans go in our domestic garden Are recycling. you for real? I literally saw you do that. You... I didn't say anything at the time. Do you deny it? I can't remember. Seven or eight green bean tails have gone to the municipal composting dump when they could have easily broken down. Do you realise how much petrol it takes to take those three green bean tails to the... To quite a lot. I... This is why I do the recycling. Okay. And the bins and because right. they're heavy. Okay. Are you menstruating, darling? Are you... <laughs> No. Are you okay? But I'm just saying, that in, in a world, it's a world when you should specialise a bit, not just generalise. We have our special things that we can do. I mean, Jesus, the VAT return, the company VAT return that we both work for. Can you imagine if I did it? I can't. Did, what I get, if, if we changed over jobs, I imagine that you would compost all the receipts. Yes. Uh, and quickly tries to work out what the opposite of that would be. No, I'm literally... And then gets in an accountant to do the to I do am the terrified of paperwork. Genuinely terrified of Because paperwork. you're so bad at it. The, the, so, t- the time yeah. you tried to get new passports for the kids <gasps> oh my god like 14 times they got sent back with it was awful i could literally cried at the passport office. it was sorry it's terrible and that's when i but then when you were away i repaired that wall i got those hooks put up i did loads of kind of like house diy practical things so i'm not just like a typical like wetty pants girl. but it's but and i think it's like it's getting away and this is still a column you get away from so but men and women or in a relationship uh, you know married people whether they're the same sex or different sexes you cleave towards people after the first flush of shagging or any of that kind of thing, if that ever happens. You then cleave to someone who is going to compliment you and do the things that you possibly can't do. So it used to be one person kills the woolly mammoth, one person, I guess, cooks the woolly mammoth. And Now they're different things. So you came, you, you needed someone not who would kill woolly mammoths and saber-toothed tigers, but someone who would do your paperwork. accounts. Yeah, yeah, do your paperwork. 100%. I married my accountant. You did. And I love doing it. I love doing the paperwork. That day comes around and I roll up my sleeves and I get up my stuff and I come down and say, you've got 47. 7p from Awin is VAT included in that and you and go, I, go I, don't I don't know what's VAT I don't know what's it I've got paid oh be, shut up I don't know leave me alone you've been paid you've been paid £17.50 by the Telegraph for, for that 4,000 word piece yeah. you wrote have you got any idea of how much of that is VAT no no not a clue. So anyway, yeah. Well, but the idea, but also the I just want to say one thing, which is that the idea of a contract is all very well, but your your point was was quite right, which is that you don't know 
how the baby is going to change your household and what needs to be done until it's too late, until you're too angry with each other and knackered and freaked out. And if anyone says the word contract, like a frying pan, we just come <laughs> soaring through the I air. I to my contract. Exactly, my contract. My Sorry, one second. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd have put no coughing in the contract as well. I know. Okay, can I talk, can we talk yeah. about the North? Why? Um, because the North has been in the paper a lot recently. And when I say the North, I mean the North of England. Right. So, um, there's HS2, which everyone wants because it's going to link the North and South, even though it's going to cost £100 million, pounds, billion, billion, billion. But not everybody wants it, because not only can we get there, you have to bear in mind they can get here. Well, exactly. But there's also... Um, but yes, yeah, so it's all about the North. Okay. The Today programme is going on a tour of the North, which is quite weird. I think it's quite well, a weird so that, idea. That, that was the story where they initially it was suggested that Nick Robinson, who is from up there, was going, was going to move back up there and broadcast from Salford. And he came on going, no, 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 I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not really fair because all the other ones are from London and Nick suddenly saw, oh, shit, my, yeah, yeah, my, exactly. my, his assault on global media domination could be thwarted. Not that Salford isn't the centre of the universe, but mm. it isn't. And it's not, then none of them wants to go there. And then Grant Shapps, who's the Transport Secretary, wants to reverse... Good knowledge, is he? Thank you Definitely. very much. Yep, 100%. Well Grant Shapps, he's the Transport uh, uh, Minister, Secretary, whatever you call it, and he wants to reverse some of the beaching rail line cuts. And two of the rail lines that he wants to uh, reinstate are... Uh, sort of north-south railway lines. I don't know if it's got anything to do with I HS2. We're trying to build HS2, which is this like super high-tech, 400 miles an hour, Japanese kind of ping, ping, ping. And, and one of the problems with it is they want, they, even in, in, in Europe and Japan, they only ever put like two trains an hour on these lines. And, and HS2 wants to be like 15 an hour going ding, 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 back to the point. Meanwhile, the yes. Tory transport secretary says, let's just, those rusty old lines that we see in Gloucestershire, which got decommissioned detect, 50 detect, years ago. Detect, detect. Exactly, where you can smoke yeah. <laughs> uh, and people come around and check your tickets and everyone's wearing hats. Now, and the, the idea that you bring back that, it's, it's, it's kind of got to be either or. So the North, what are we going to say about so the, the North? So the North, I don't know. I, I, I quite enjoy, can I throw, oh sorry, well go on, go on. About the, is there something there was about more the, north. There was this story. There was more north. A, the, 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 the Arts Council England is worried that people in the north. In the north, The north exactly. has more places categorised as being lowly engaged with culture. So they're trying to... That's a different story we're going to come to. But Arts Council England wants to reach to the north. The north is a big deal at the yeah. moment. It just is. Because and, they all voted for this government. Yeah, because of the crumbling of the Red Wall. And because, you know, there was a... There was, it, was a it was a it was a really... It was a huge story. I mean, families that have voted for years, Labour voting families, suddenly voted And so now they've got this... So now they, have, now they have to be rewarded with yes. some rickety old trains going around <laughs> and about. Uh, and, uh, and, 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 the art, and the Arts really... Council giving them some crappy... Oh, some more Lowry paintings for you people <laughs> in the North because you understand them. Uh, and, 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 and what else? Else. In the terms of this column, other things yes. that the North ought to be able to have. Uh, no, I wondered if you could if you could do do a column, column imagining in the future when the North is fully dominant over the South and that London is the kind of poor cousin, or is that not funny? Well, people in the North might not find it funny because I would have no, to make wouldn't. out they would have to be predicated on the idea that the North is a bit. It would be a bit shit, but it's not, it? I mean, it's, and I don't want to sort of belittle because the I, people could easily think that I was a. Uh, I was a uh, North London media bubble type person. Uh, so I wouldn't want to feed that a bit. However, you could take the piss out of the way everyone's scrabbling to, to make the North 
to appease the North because they voted yeah. uh, for it. And the character of the North is changing and the Labour Party can't rely on bitterness about industrial collapse because they've lost that vote now. Yes. So, so that what are we going to, what can the Labour Party offer to the North to get them back? And, you know, some... some so, rigor- so, the, so the Conservatives are getting there first? Well, they're going to be, the Tories in the Labour Party are going to be fighting for those votes in the yeah. North. It's all right. So the yeah. Tories are going, oh, you can have some rickety old trains. Yeah. Uh, what are the Labour Party going to offer? Uh, and then we can say, what, what have we got that the North might want? Like a, a really good Hawaiian poke scene. <laughs> Uh, or, uh, um, you know, your, your local corner shop should have 90 different kinds of vegetable-derived milk. Yeah, North of England, we, that, that's a possibility. Right, okay. Esther, the Daily Mail's finally arrived. I know, hooray, hooray, And so's the Beano. Are there any stories in the Beano we can do? Uh, the Beano's... Arise, Queen Minnie the First. Yeah. Okay, no. Um, okay, okay, okay. Don't okay. go through the main email. You had a subject you wanted to do. Right, it's about Tony Hall uh, saying that a journalist shouldn't be so hard on politicians in interviews. Okay, it's a very, it's a funny thing. So, so the, so Tony Hall's the outgoing one. So Tony Hall, the outgoing Director General of the BBC. Okay, I, I, lo- I love it when people are about to leave their jobs. They just use, they get to say take swipes he's, at everyone. Yeah, he's just and about, you in accounts. I never liked you. Shit, I hate Gary Lineker. <laughs> We're going to stop. We're going to cancel the news. It's all yeah, bad exactly. news. I want it's good news from now all on. All rubbish. Too many women on the television. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm fed up with all this PC woke nonsense, says outgoing <laughs> anyone, frankly. Bit of background here. So the Today programme has been under fire a bit. Boris Johnson's been withdrawing his cabinet ministers. They don't like these grillings they're getting. Uh, and so the D- director general is saying perhaps uh, the BBC interviews on the Today programme and elsewhere are too combative, isn't it? And he's saying that they should be allowed... Uh, they should be allowed to make their point. The, the headline is, Call off the Rottweilers, says Tony Hall. The Director General says they should go easier on political interviews. And, you know, we remember the famous ones when Paxman made Michael Howe ask him a question about prisons over and over. I think it was 13 times. Uh, you think of Frost Nixon. It is important that they hold the politicians to account. Otherwise, they will just deliver this, let me make this abundantly clear. Yeah. Flurry, flurry. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, however, I, always, I do often find it embarrassing and yeah. rude. There is a, I often get a sense of um, political interviewers trying to make a name for themselves. Well, exactly. They all want to get... They ask the question over and again. They all want to have their Jeremy Paxman moment. moment. They all know that Humphreys and Paxman got famous with these single things. I sometimes think there are... I do think that politici- politicians, even... Cabinet ministers, even if they're a bit rubbish at their jobs, they should get a modicum of respect. Yeah. I hate the idea. The, the idea when, when they say, "I just want a simple answer," I want a simple answer. Mm. And the thing is, well, if these politicians, there isn't always a simple answer. Well, they want to annoy the Today program. They always they give them three minutes. They're about to crash into the news. I've got to hurry. I've got to hurry you. You were saying earlier when we talked about this story, weren't you? What if you carried those principles into everyday conversation? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What if I said to you, darling, I don't know. Do you want to go and have? Dinner, should we go out for dinner tonight or do you fancy a movie? And you go, well, I, can't. I need an answer. I'm it's going right. to need a straight answer. Yes, yeah. a simple yes or no. And you go, well, you know, it's nice to eat, but at the same time, there's that new... Uh, you Please know, stop talking. This, just answer the question. Just answer the question. Am I going to have to are you again? Uh, and, and then... Or, 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 Up the road, talking to Michael the Butcher. Michael... What shall I have for dinner tonight? What do you reckon? What's 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 new? What's what's best in today? Oh well, it depends on what you're in the mood for. You could have it, no, Michael. Just just come on, come on. No, now. we've got some just, lo- we've yeah. got some lovely chicken and we've got some sausages. Chicken or we sausages, which is answer. better? We, we need, need an answer. Do people expect to know? And then Michael, Sam, have you washed your hands? 
Well, I'm going to have to hurry. It's a simple yes or no. Yes or you no. Could, say to the butcher, yes, exactly. So, it's, so I think it doesn't re- it doesn't lead to a sort of very relaxed uh, kind of conversation. Um, but at the same time, you don't want them to just interview them and allow them to have their sound. This is the but this is the problem. This is why being being a journalist and being an interviewer is really hard. But the attitude at the moment yes. is that they're all lying and it's not all really. the time. Is it okay what the cat's eating, by the way? He's just eating, he's eating what some was yogurt. That? Yogurt, doesn't matter. It's good for his microbiome. But he's got cereal in it, though. Who cares? It'll make him fart. <laughs> no, it won't. Motenzing. Motenzing, did you eat all that yogurt? Yes or no? I'm going yes to need no. an answer, Mo. I need an answer, Mo, right yeah, It's now. no good jumping onto the table. <laughs> Mo, I'm going to need an answer. <laughs> the yes or no, it's very simple. The public expects to be told. Brian Cox, who we love because... Uh, he's a succession, he's brilliant. succession, he's Logan Roy. He won uh, this award for playing Logan Roy. How he could have won Best Actor in a Thing when the guy who plays Kendall Roy was available. I just We're just Team yes, Kendall yeah, in this we house. We totally are, yeah. Uh, although slightly Team Roman. And, All of them. Yeah, and I, Logan Roy worries me a bit because he's a bit like my dad. Really? Well, just a bit kind of, you know ambitions for his son be like this man actually really? my, dad, my dad was nicer than Logan Roy obviously no but no but just seriously does Brian yes. Cox remind you of your dad of course he does he's got sons following in his well he's got all his all his children following in his footsteps my dad was just proud and pleased and happy that we followed in his footsteps um, and he made life easier for us rather than harder than it but yes he was quite soft and uncompromising he had a short temper like that right uh, if you expressed views about the way that he was he would be I mean professionally he was lovely but at home he was angry I mean it was not, not terrible not abusive but you had to watch your step around him and you know, as you know, with a column, as even more so with a drama, you have to inflate it. Logan Roy is a caricature of, yeah, of course, Rupert yeah. Murdoch slash other other yeah. people. But yeah, and speaking as someone who had uh, a, a famous, quite physical, angry, successful media father, yeah. and has also spent his life working for Rupert Murdoch. Right. Yes. Uh, yes. Logan Roy reminds me more of Alan Corrin than he does of Rupert, really? frankly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's so interesting and weird. Did you not even occur to you? And then he's oh, it doesn't got, remind me of my dad. And at all. I am I all, dad, I am so. all the children. Well, I'm all the boys. You're all of them. Well, yeah. I'm certainly low. I'm certainly. I'm certainly Kendall and Roman. I'm certainly you know all sorts of of, of crushing priority issues, uh, weakness for drugs. Yeah. Bit, fucked up about sex yeah all, all that i mean maybe that's all men um, but anyway the point is is that uh brian cox is one uh, brian cox is there, but he's on he's given this interview and he's saying he would have rejected his cbe i think someone recently didn't take it because they didn't some person uh, some recently woke yes, young celebrity yes, yes. didn't want it because it oh i can totally see it mm. it says empire it says commander mm. of the british empire and we live in a world where we've always questioned the empire in our lifetimes but the empire is more questioned cox accepted it and now he says, I would actually turn it down. I won't accept a knighthood if they offer it to me, he said, which I think is... Which a... they surely will, because I'm so marvellous. Yeah. <laughs> <I, yeah. laughs> you can take your CBE and stick it up your arse. No, that's Northern Ireland. That's Paisley refusing. No, that's not. That's wrong as well. Um, but look, stop, 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 the stop, point stop. is, is that I think it's a bit lame to go. I think you've taken the CBE. You can either formally hand it back to the yes, Queen. exactly. I'd love to in succession. <laughs> she doesn't talk like that. I thought you were ma- You must be kind. You do. Can you do your Queen and say something about succession? Yeah, I can't think of anything interesting to say. Would um, you take a Would you take a knighthood of CBE or whatever? Yes, because it brings your car insurance down. Does it? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Are you? Sir Giles Corrin. They, they, dear Mr. Corrin. So they have a conversation where they go. We've been looking at your driving record, Mr. Corrin, and we find that you've had seventy. I say, 
it's not Mr. Corrin, it's Sir Giles. And they go, oh, Sir Giles, £100 a year with no excess. How do you know that, that they get, they get the money? The same with doctors. That, people, do, people do doctorate. So if you, get a, if you go and get some, some you know, doctorate in landscape War, gardening... What, world from, of Warcraft. <laughs> world of Warcraft from the University of wherever, you know, and, and then they, 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 you put doctor, they think you might be a medical doctor and therefore better driver. Although we know medical doctors, they're endlessly hammered you know, off their tits lunatics. on their own nitrous oxide. Yeah. They've done a 9,000-hour shift. They've seen 14 <laughs> people die. They have a large scotch and get in the car. And they go, oh, you're a doctor. You must have a... My mum, actually, well, my mum's a doctor and the worst driver in the history of the world. I, I, That's because she doesn't know how to operate a podcast, so she'll never hear me say that. Well, exactly. Anne Franke of uh, the Chartered Management Institute. Uh, it's a story on the front page of the Times, I think, yesterday. She said she wants to ban men from talking about sport in the office. And I want to get this sort of absolutely right. So there we go. It's the front. Female staff alienated by sports talk at work claims top manager. Briefly thought they meant Jose Mourinho. <laughs> Uh, but I don't think we give a shit about that. Can we and talk about he, Jurgen Klopp? Is he a manager? He's no, he's a, a trainer. He's, he is. Oh, he's, he's a, a manager. He's a manager. Well, Everyone's think, talking about Jurgen Klopp at the moment. Why? Everyone's just Well, but no one can get over his teeth. Is that it? His it's not because Liverpool are 17 points clear at the top of the Premier League, oh, and looking like winning it for the first time since the 90s. They are doing really well, aren't they? They're doing well. About Tell that. me about his teeth. Jurgen Klopp's teeth. We've not seen them. They're right. absolutely amazing. He's got, he's got these kind of... Massive white teeth. Oh yes, you're quite right. As if his all his teeth had been knocked out, and they had to give him a full new set. And they sorry, we couldn't find any people, but we found a horse, and <laughs> here are his teeth, which we can stick in. You're quite right. I'm glad you said that because yeah. this woman, who is the the chief executive of the Chartered Management of uh, Chartered Management Institute, she called on companies yesterday to discourage their employees from talking about sport because it could exclude women and lead to laddish behaviour. Now, first of all. I love the fact that I, you go, can we talk about Jurgen Klopp? I go, yes, 17 points clear at the top of the Premier League. What a manager, not since I was... And you go, no, no, his teeth. And get, you know, obviously, uh, she says, laughing and displaying a pretty serious pair of gnashes. If anybody the only wants, person in the world who's got teeth bigger than mine. Yeah, if anyone wants to Google Esther Walker, which is my wife's uh, unmarried name, which she was once, uh, they will find lots of pictures of her looking beautiful. But if you find any of her look laughing, she will also be looking beautiful. But there's a... Hell of a lot of teeth there. Some there? dentists have... I've opened my mouth and they've gone, <laughs> wow. <laughs> really? Yes. But anyway, yes. Yeah, so what, so there are some men who talk about sport in an exclusionary way and they don't want you to join in or say anything about Jurgen Klopp's teeth. And there are some men who talk about sport and are quite happy for you to join in. The thing is, it's not about... The sport that that she that she really is objecting to, she's about she's objecting to men being horrid. Okay, and, but let's using come, we'll come sport, to what she's using saying about sport men. As, no, yeah. We'll come to what she's saying about men. She's misunderstand. So there's a, there's two different arguments. There is the loads of women are interested in sport argument, which I get, and there's lots of men who don't like them being there. And sports are making an effort with female commentators on the football, far more female commentators than the cricket. Women's cricket is relatively speaking bigger yeah. than women's football. It's not as many people do it, but it's getting closer to the men's sport in terms of interest. All those things. What, what she's saying um, is that, and it's been taken seriously, um, a, a lot of women in particular don't follow those sports and they don't like being forced to talk about them or not being included in the conversation. She told this to the, the, the Radio 4 Today programme. Um, it's a gateway to more laddish behaviour and if it just goes unchecked, it's a signal of a more laddish, a signal of a more laddish culture. It's very easy for it to escalate from the VAR, from VAR talk, video assistant referee. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're aware of that? VAR, yeah. Yeah, VAR, exactly. I called it VAR because I know less about football <laughs> than you do. Yeah. Uh, and chat to slapping each other on the back and talking about their conquests at the weekend. I mean, 
sorry. I mean, I'm here in a working environment with Lucy and Esther, two women and stuff, so I haven't, you know, I haven't started. But if there were a bloke here, the idea would I go, did you see, did you see England won the, win the Test Series 3-1? Yeah, Mark Wood, I mean, 96 miles an hour. Yeah, and you should have seen who I shagged at the weekend. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's fucking patent nonsense. Uh, it does leave, it, it brings out the sexist in me, lurking, you might say, not as far below the surface as it ought to be. We go, yes, love, what do you think is interesting? What do you want to talk about then? Dresses, hats. My main fear is that she wants to talk about about chartered management. I mean, what, what is it that she thinks people should be talking oh, about? Oh, she's in management. Of course, so she, so she thinks managing people is the most important thing in the world. Like dentists think that she, you should just floss your teeth 19 times a day and not think about anything else. Yeah. I have no doubt, I have no doubt for a second that there are men in work environments who use conversations about sport to exclude women. I, I'm, absolutely, I'm absolutely sure that that's what happens. But it's not because of the sport. It's because they're jerks. Sport's got nothing to do with exactly. it. Exactly. Good point. <laughs> Thank you. I nearly interrupted you before you said it because I have you, little time to are, wait for women I to get to the point. I will come over there with my teeth and make you sorry. <laughs> You've been listening to Giles Corrin Has No Idea with me, Giles Corrin. And me, Esther Walker. It's a Times podcast produced by Lucy Ditchmont. If you want to find out what I wrote about in the end, there's a link to the column in the podcast description. Please like and subscribe wherever it is you get your podcasts to never miss an episode. And for the full live experience, you can tune into my radio show every Sunday night from 7 to 10 p.m. on Talk Radio. Listener.